This is Tim Albright with AV Nation, uh, with an AV Nation special celebrating International Women's Day the entire month of March. Why? Because there's some really kick-ass women in this industry, and I didn't want to just put them on one day. That's why. Uh, and it's my show, and I can do it. Uh, with me today is a very dear friend of mine that I have known for a number of years, Penny Sittler from Draper. Welcome, ma'am. Thank you. I love being here. I love getting to talk to you. I love it Thanks too. so much for doing this. Do do east of me on, on Highway 70 in Fruitland, Indiana. If you're not familiar, I'm in St. Louis. You jump on 70 here in St. Louis and you go that way for about four and a half, five hours and you'll run right into Penny uh, in Fruitland. So, Spiceland. Um, Spiceland. What? Fruitland is in Missouri. <laughs> Spiceland, <Ooh>. Indiana. <laughs> Fruitland, Missouri. It's, it, it's in my head. All right. Um, Mitchell can either cut that out or just make me sound like the idiot that I am. I don't care what he does. Um, let's start with a couple of things. And, and what we're doing here is, is, you know, we're talking about how, how all of us got in or how, you know, you got in the industry. Um, so let's start with, with that con with that, that conversation. You are, um, again, Indiana, um, Spiceland, uh, Indiana, which is the heart of Draper. If you've never been there, it is, uh, I'm not going to quite call Spiceland a company town, but Draper is, is the biggest industry there. Uh, at least it, it feels that way. I could be wrong about that. Um, how did how did you get involved? How did you get into the industry? The Draper is almost as big as the town. Okay. Company town wouldn't be right, but um, but yeah, we are by far the biggest thing here. And I got into it by growing up into it. I was, um, I grew up right in the community. My uh, father had a business relationship with the owner of this uh, factory in town. And it was, it was known as one of the best, even then as one of the best employers in the area. So here I come to graduating from high school and I'm preparing to go to college and I need a summer job. And dad says, you should apply at Draper. And so it started as summer help, putting together sample swatch cards and uh, helping, helping out uh, what wasn't yet a marketing department, but working for the marketing manager uh, who was John Pigeon at that time. And uh, I've just, been here ever since well talk about that and talk about growing up there right and growing up in not just the the industry but growing up with a family-owned um company like draper and and you know you and i have had this conversation but draper's over 100 years old um still ran by the family um talk about the importance of that and and the the ability for them to make certain decisions you know uh, during during good times, but as well as during during some of the hard, harder times you guys have had over the last hundred years. Yeah, Draper really has been a wonderful place to work and was long before I got here uh, because it's this family-owned business um, and it has had the great good fortune of always having people running the business who were able to plan ahead who were responsible to their community, who had no interest in selling out, taking the money and running. They are committed to the company and its employees and the community and the industry. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, we actually work in multiple industries, but uh, AV is very important to us. Well, and that's one of the things that that so it's uh, a great place to be. Yeah, folks don't understand and and about Draper is that they are in several different aspects, um, both in education, in several different parts of education. Not only uh, Draper, people know Draper now for um, the LED and the direct view LED um, uh, mounts, but also for um, projection screens. But you also find them in the sports complex, in the backboards, and, and things of that nature. So that's one thing that people don't necessarily, you know, if you if you know them from AV, you may not know them from the other aspects of it. Um, talk for a second about, right. yeah, talk, talk for a second about um, the growing up, you know, as a woman in this industry and, and, and being a part of it from a young woman, you know, and, 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 you know, maybe some of the challenges, not necessarily a Draper, but throughout the industry, you've been to several trade shows, uh, you know, but some of the challenges uh, and hurdles that you've had to face and how you overcame them. I've, uh, well, the point when I came to Draper was way back in, that was 1978 when I first came in the door. So it's been a very long time. Um, I did after having enjoyed my time as summer help, I thought I would just offer the management a chance to critique my resume when I was began my search at the end of college. And that critique turned into a very quickly into an offer. And so I have been here for 39 years and the business landscape has changed. Gender equity has changed during that time, especially here at Draper. So I've, I've seen a lot change um, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate that the company was ready to change with the times. So I'm content with, uh, with having had this opportunity to uh, start in marketing communications and spending part of my time taking phone calls. And some people that have been in the industry for a really long time uh, probably remember me uh, on the other end of a sales line. And uh, to gradually be begin to develop uh, with the company as we added more products, more um, advanced into the new technology opportunities as marketing has changed. Um, you know, when I came, there was actually no computer in the building, let alone an internet. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I'd be here a few years and, and it would be a good first step, but it, and that when I got bored, I'd move on, but I didn't need to. Um, all, all the opportunities for growth that I was looking for actually came to me here. And I feel like I've been very lucky. I listen to the stories that many other young women tell today, and I didn't have some of the tough experiences they have had. I was given an opportunity to grow. Um, sometimes I would have liked to grow faster, but, uh, but uh, there was always an opportunity, a new opportunity in front of me. That's awesome. Let's talk a second about your involvement with other women and not just necessarily, but with women of Avixa, but let's start there. 
you were one of the first leaders, one of the first chairs of the Evicta mm-hmm. Women's Council, um, helping it grow, helping it uh, expand, uh, regionalize, uh, which is part of its growth as well. Talk for a second about the the need um, for mentorship, um, for leadership, you know, within um, the AV industry, and especially uh, by women uh, for the women in the industry. Oh, thanks. This is this is where my my heart has been. Um, I had uh, well, I learned much more about Avixa when I was fortunate to be named. A woman of AV. Mm-hmm. And through that experience, I started saying, I want to volunteer. And first thing I know, I'm attending, I had attended the very first uh, women's council breakfast, different name at, at that time, because it was before the Avixa rebranded. But uh, attended that first breakfast, and I was excited about the potential of the council. And then when it came time for the second year of the council, I was offered the opportunity to chair it, and I really was thrilled. It was pretty much a brand new group. Um, There was a lot of opportunity there and such a need. And the exciting thing about leading that group was that the women were so ready for opportunities to do more, to connect in the industry. There was, all I had to do was open the door and, and, and the association. And here they come flooding in. They want to join. They they want to work it on in new ways. And uh, I was able to help build that for the for uh, three years. And uh, then when it was time for a new leader, Brandy picked up, and she was really ready to run and build on what we had started. And it has been so exciting to be part part of offering this new kind of opportunity to women in the industry who have, I think, often struggled to build their networks. And it was a good opportunity for me to build mine as well. Why do you think it's been difficult for, for women to build their network in the industry? Well, in my case, I'm out in the sticks, you know. <laughs> Maybe we won't say that exactly, <laughs> but for me, some of it was location. Yeah. I'm in a small town. I'm not near other people in AV outside my own colleagues. And um, yeah, there's there's Infocom, but I didn't have much opportunity to connect between times. So the council, big opportunity. Other volunteer opportunities with Avixa have been very helpful for me in building my own network in the industry and just getting to know people and their roles and their needs and how how we can help. Do you think technology has helped that networking capability? I mean, you, you mentioned the fact that when, when you started at Draper, there wasn't even a computer in the building, let alone the internet. You know, I'm, I think back to, you know, my mom, who, who was an office manager and an accountant for many years, um, who also didn't have a computer when she started working, you know, 
but you know looking and and having those connections she didn't start having her her main networking connection until like you said it was trade shows it was organizations it was councils now mm-hmm. if you put penny sittler from when she started in in her indus- in in the industry and you placed her here today do you think she would have had a, an easier time uh networking because of the technology that we have well linkedin's big yeah you know yes there's the um social media um gosh when i opened draper's first social media account uh wasn't too long after that i met you and a whole bunch of other people (laughs) found found the av tweets and (laughs) that was that was huge yeah and that was 2009 not so many years ago no Uh, no but yeah, my doors started really opening in that way too. Yeah, absolutely. Penny, when I've asked a couple of, of folks this, and so I want you to take a look back. And, and again, one of, the, one of the first chairs of the Avixa Women's Council, um, you've been involved in the industry for a number of years. You're not retiring, you're not close to retiring yet, but when you get there, I want you to look back and, and tell me what do you want to see have, has, that's changed in the industry before you leave? It would be nice not to need a women's council that we would really all connect so openly that gender was no longer an issue in any way. Um, I don't know that that's achievable before I retire. That's there's still some expectation of what the women's roles will be. I can still look around the women's council and say, well, in terms of the roles in AV, we're, we're a little clustered. There's a lot of us in marketing. Um, I love to see um, a lot of women taking more of the technical and engineering roles, but there's a lot of room yet to advance in that. Um, Yeah, I I think that, uh, I think that the, the way that things need to advance is a little less pigeonholing and a little more, a little broader opportunity for everyone to, uh, whether it's um, design engineering and and uh, corporate leadership. Very good. Penny Sittler from Draper. Thank you, ma'am. How do people get a hold of you or, or Draper if they are so inclined? Oh, happy to, happy to hear from everyone. Uh, um, Draper, our website is draperinc.com. We are active on social media. And if you message our social media accounts, it will get to me. Um, If you want to email me, you can look me up on that website. And I am happy to talk with anybody in the industry and especially, you know, uh, someone would like some mentoring conversation or compare notes or (laughs) I'm here, I'm interested. Very good, Penny Sittler from Draper. Thank you so much uh, for us. 
for Aviation, go by our website, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, including our two weeklies, AV Week that looks at the commercial side and Resi Week that looks at the residential side. All that and more at avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. 